There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with our special guest, Bob Sansevier. Co host, Catherine Brandt. Tevin Pittman's hanging around. Alex is here. <laughs> Andy Brad Bernard and Mike Molina, and we'll be right back right after this from the new studios. Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt. Then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company, and they start asking you questions, or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience. And working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35,000 cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Todd Rundgren, I went and saw him last night. Oh. So he's playing. I could not get this song out of my head all weekend because Tom was singing it all day Saturday. Uh. It's all my fault. That is his most famous song, I would think. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, Todd Rundgren. Yeah, my mic sounds terrible. I think you sound fine. Maybe it's the what? Oh, yeah, that's a lot better. They had it set for somebody with a high voice or something. I don't know what it was. That sounds fine to you guys, doesn't it? Yeah, it sounds yes, great. sounds fine. No echo? No. Nope. Nothing? I don't hear an yep. echo. <clears throat> sounds much better. I don't hear an echo. I don't hear an echo. Oh, God. <laughs> Laugh it up. We are in our new studio, which is right down the hall from Bob's studio. And Bob came in, by the way, and tipped over our statue of Jesus. Way to go, Bob. Oh, I oh, wanted to come my. in and welcome you to the neighborhood. It's all you wanted, huh? That's right. And also, you had something from the mucus collection device. What? This is going to be amazing. I have a guy on who's he's a CEO of Solidarity HealthShare. They got a bill. This... For tissues. Box of tissues. It's called a mucus collection device. 200 bucks on the bill. Uh, what? That is not a what? lie. It's just like the what? government. What? 
two hundred bucks on somebody's bill. They got a bill that was over two hundred seventy thousand dollars, <laughs> and they called the hospital and said, "We'll give you one hundred sixty percent over Medicare." You know what it brought it down to? Twenty six thousand. It took like ninety percent off. It's unbelievable what they these hospitals charge. And Mucus what they get. collection device. device is a box of tissues. A box that, of tissues. That's how they they list them. Good to know. Bring that's your own. My father has been saying that for years. I mean, when his first baby was born, which is like in you know 1885, um, he went to the hospital administrator and went through the bill and got it um, chiseled down to hardly anything. He's like, you have to go in there, and you yeah. have to go in line by line and say, I never use that. I don't know what that is. This never happened. Yeah, they'll, uh, they'll do that if you, you, know, if you ask them. Yeah, well, you have I, to do um, it to now, nowadays. I would think it's more important than ever. I don't think I'd call my father a chiseler like you just did, but <laughs> he said he chiseled them down. down. Yeah. Go he, would be proud. he would be proud He'd to be, be proud called to a, be chiseler. a chiseler. <laughs> <laughs> my father the chiseler. That's really great news. That's wonderful. You didn't go with... Italian him down, although there's a different <laughs> ethnicity they often use that. Exactly. Italian there's a lot of things I could have gone with. I think Listen. chisels, okay. Let's not forget, Bob, we're not real white people, so. That's right. According to Silicon Valley, you're not even white. <laughs> you're like, have you seen any sun this year? You're no. like the lightest kid I know. <laughs> I know, no, I know. You're lighter than Andy, no, almost. That's not well, true. he just got back from Florida a month ago. Well, that's he still saw way. no sun. Oh, by the way, to answer. I walked every day. I just don't tan. I have uh, several inquiries. No, it will not be the same call-in number, but we don't know what the call-in number is yet. We don't have one yet. We're supposed well, to be in, but it's well, not I in yet. Well, I was given a number, but it doesn't work, so I'm not sure if yeah. that would be the number to give people. I just don't know what to okay, do. let's not do that. Let's wait until we get our own line. Yeah, it's but, not yeah. working right now. It will not be the same. Well, we have a Skype number to call in, too, don't we? Mm -hmm. But yes. let's keep that open for guests. We'll yeah. keep that open for guests. Yeah, we that's probably, well, that. that's probably a good idea. Yes. It's probably a good plan. Um, there's a story. Oh, Tevin's here too, by the way, but uh, his mic is not connected yet. <laughs> well, the so microphone really is, well. but the headphones aren't. So, I mean, I guess if you want to not be able to hear. Well, he can hear except for the guests then. All you got to do is take one ear off. Yeah, he'll be fine. Uh, technically. Yeah. It should work. Can you hear me? There we no. Go. Try it. Okay. Are we good? Yeah. I can hear him. Yeah, you can hear him, can't right. you? And you'll turn it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, turn it up. Let's talk again. Hello. Yep. There we go. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's and you can uh, hear fine because you got one ear available. Yeah. There well, we I go. can multitask. I'm a, a man of many skills. <laughs> oh God. Here We've we go. We've always said that about you. <laughs> who, Tom, who, did, who did Jim Bouton? Tevin, Bouton's Tevin the multitasker. <laughs> yep. <laughs> his ear looks like uh, Jim Bouton. I think wrote about it. Like his head is. Uh, it's like a. a a cab or a taxi door being open. The, taxi the way you, your ears folded. <laughs> That's rather cold, actually. That's rather cold. But yeah, we're uh, we we moved offices. Uh, Bob moved here what a year August. ago? No, in August. Oh, in August. Yep. Yeah, the first moment there was no parking downtown, he left. Yeah, no, it wasn't the first. One. It was, <laughs> it's, I'm sure it's gotten better. Yeah. He's like, I I couldn't find parking. I'm out. Well, and also the rent here is twenty percent of what it was at the old place. Hmm. Twenty yeah. percent. Don't tell the. Yeah, don't people. tell the people don't here. Ixnay, uh, if you're listening, lay. <laughs> That's all I have to say it. to you. But, uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. We were we just. I, I'm looking at the, the headlines today from the news. Governor angers libs and conservatives in the sing in a single day. That's easy to do. They just want to be. Just, everybody wants to be angry. All you have know? to do is say anything, and you're going to anger everyone. I don't know. It just, honest to God, it just, well, here, here's another headline. True. Don't want Trump to win in 2020. Stop being so preachy. Mm -hmm. What's well, true? might have a point. If, seriously, if the far left doesn't stop preaching so much, Trump's going to win again. I'm telling you, people are going to get sick to death of it. Oh, they're sick now. But see, it's the same group. They're, people who voted for him, they're not making a lot of noise. They're just laying back and right. letting him go, just like last time. Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. Like I said, I'm not a Trump supporter, and I'm not, I'm not a Trump uh, attacker. I, I, I'm sitting back and watching what people are doing now, and uh, it's not good. Everybody's a victim in every way. We, when Bob was on the morning show this morning, we were talking about how they've rewritten all the children's stories, where the uh, Little Red Riding Hood and the wolf become best friends. <laughs> okay. And then uh, Hansel and Gretel. They don't kill the witch. 
Because originally, remember, in the first Hansel and Gretel, the, the witch killed them. And then the second iteration of it, they killed the witch. Mm, but right. now they become friends, too. And they paid for the surgery to take the wart off her nose. Probably, yes, mm-hmm. because that wart was hideous. So, so uh, Sandy, what you should do is you should rewrite all of the um, mob stories. The, make, the, well, they are a little grocer becomes friends with the mafia. Yeah. They don't take their money and extort them. Yeah, you know, you know all protection. about that. You know well, all John Gotti was a very benevolent man. Exactly. Very misunderstood. Remember the last time we talked to Victoria Gotti? She never called in again because they said, hey, you know, your dad and I are about the same size. Could you send me all the suits? Because he doesn't need them anymore. <laughs> <laughs> she did not find that funny in the least. <laughs> Yeah, it was long before he died. He wasn't dying at the time. He was just in prison for the rest of his life. So, no, you you know, you, you play our theme song. I watched last night on the Reels channel the uh, James Gandolfini, uh, the uh, what killed James Gandolfini. He died at fifty-one I, years old. That stunned me because he did not look only fifty-one. I, I thought he was much couldn't older. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree. Handsome young kid, by the way. He was he was thin. He was handsome. The whole deal. And then he decided that uh, he wanted to put on 6,000 pounds. Somebody's at our door, but I don't know who it is. No, they're not. There's they people in here. There's other people. No, she's just looking in. <laughs> oh. uh, somebody probably next door is going, they're way too loud. <laughs> uh, I, there's a way to solve that. They, they could put, I had to do that on that one because that, that vent does travel. It's oh, like, so what do you do? Oh. They just put a little uh, insulation or something over they the need vent. need air, though. Well, no, no, it's not. doesn't affect the air. It's just the round that they put it. It's, uh, it works out. If it becomes an issue, I doubt it will. Okay, well, I just, because it might have been Izzy, so I wanted to make sure that people weren't going, hey, I can hear their... I, I have a guy I with hear an Bernard. enormous cackle, which you have nothing to compare to that. <laughs> He's got that deal Tom going. Schreier, yeah. Tom Schreier does? Have you ever heard him laugh? No. Oh, my God, it's off the charts. It's a horrible yeah, laugh. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, uh, it's part, you know how the, it, the it's the, it's the Tarzan version of the laugh, you know, that, would, <laughs> <laughs> that sort of thing where it's just, yeah, that's what it would be like. That was a very ill Tarzan. <laughs> well, I didn't want to do it loudly because, I, you know, because we don't have our insulation over our <laughs> But no one can do it. Dying I was watching, they, they had a, a week or so ago from the very first Tarzan on, you cannot duplicate whatever that noise was. Some say he did it. Some say it was a bunch of different noises. It was a bunch of different noises put together, just like the, uh, the voice of uh, the little girl in The Exorcist. It was Mercedes McCambridge and several other things. Oh, it wasn't were, just her. Were combined to do that voice and say horrible things like Tevin would say. Yeah, Tevin, why? When I get angry. Whenever you're possessed. When you're possessed, it just happens. Put some demons on <laughs> Yes, whenever Tevin's possessed is exactly, exactly what he sounds like right there. Tevin being... God, you being possessed would be something else. Are there... No, I know in, in JR's Revenge, I think it was either JR or JT's Revenge, there was a... There was a black pimp that was possessed by the devil. I don't movie. think I've seen any black people be possessed. It's usually he was possessed. white people in New Jersey, the kid or Connecticut, like Tom's River, New yeah. Jersey. They like had that there. there. That's where The Exorcist was filmed. I know it was unbelievable. Tom's, Tom's, River, Tom's New River. Jersey. Bob should know all about that. So Bob, what's the latest? I mean, so I understand the sandwich shop downstairs is phenomenal. It's it's very good. You're so gonna like that. The and, soup uh, is great. I heard. I, that's what I. The only thing I get is the soup. I heard the soup's fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's good stuff. And, it's uh, open till 2 every day or something? I believe so. I've, I usually go, or if I go down, I go on the noon hour. But actually, the best, I have to do, I'm doing a list, and this is on the list. The best value for like a slice of pizza anywhere is the Costco. Their pizza's phenomenal. It is? When you it's go, $1.99, isn't it? Yeah, Andy. it is. $1.99. Do you hear that, Andy? Mm-hmm. Andy will be living do right next door. Do you have to be door. a member? Can you go in and get a piece of well, pizza? Well, here's the thing. If you walk in where you exit, they don't even ask to see your card because you're just telling them, I'm just going to, to the counter to get something to eat. They don't care. Oh. It's never been a problem. Well, I have not. a card, but it's never been a problem. You know, okay. so you're sneaking into Costco to get pizza. Yeah, <laughs> I have the card, but even exactly you can just say right. I'm I'm looking into joining, or I have to talk to the the All counter right. people. Oh. They don't stop you. They've never stopped. But it, I I like it. You're unbelievable. So, 
I know a good pie when I eat one. So Andy, you can just walk about 50 feet over because Andy. I haven't eaten at a TGI Fridays in so many yeah, years. No. That, that used to be like a high-end restaurant in Minneapolis. Yeah, in Minneapolis they were. Yeah, it was. Very, very true. Seriously, but I think you're good. 20 years ago, the food scene in Minneapolis was so well, horrible. You, but you got right within a few steps. You got your Panera, you got your Arby's, you got your the bagel place, you got uh, Mike's Subs. There's, and there's all the things in the West End, all those oh, restaurants. Tons of restaurants. Oh, yeah, there's tons of stuff. Andy, did you figure out how far it is to walk from here to your house? Not yet, no. It's got to be four miles, three? No, no, no. no. He's no, moving no, no, no. tomorrow. Oh, you are? oh you're moving around here? Yep. Yeah, right down the block. Oh, so you could walk. Yeah, oh, nice. You could easily walk. Indeed. See, we got it. Might be a half mile. It's all maybe. planned out. Very nice. I'm an excellent driver. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to tell you that. That's all I have oh, to say. you got the theater right here, too. You can walk to that anytime you want. Andy? Yeah, the movie theater. Yeah, West that's End a theater. nice theater. Oh, that's a great theater. I didn't even know. Should we rent another uh, another suite in here so you can put a bed in there and sleep here? You could do like our congresswomen and men sleeping in their offices. Yeah, sleep yeah. in your office. That'd be a great idea. That's a, that's a great plan, no doubt about it. So, Bob, we're going to love the building. I, I already like the fact that I pulled up and there were about 10 places to park right in that front of the door. That is very nice. It's, that's the best thing about it. There's oh. not a problem to park. And Greg Freeman seems like a very nice. Very guy. nice, yeah. Is he's wonderful? Yeah, you're gonna you'll enjoy it here once you get your phones and all that. You know, the the, the technical issues. That's it's a technical up. issue. That's all I have to say. Who did knock over this? You knocked over Jesus. Way to no. go, Bob. Oh. That was Molina. I'm glad you're dumping him and sending him to New York. You were exiled into New York. What happened to Trump and, and Hillary? They're around here somewhere. I think they're in the corner. Oh yeah, I see Trump and Hillary. They're right down there. They're they're down behind me. Hillary's right behind me. I, I feel re- very unsafe. I want you to know that. Now you, I haven't seen. I guess I haven't seen you since Punta Cana. I haven't seen him in a while. You both combined. You've lost how many hundreds of pounds? Hundreds. <laughs> Most of it's him. Yeah, laugh it up. Uh, Melina, how much did you lose? Melina. Uh, how many tons have you guys lost? Tom looks good. You look frail. <laughs> I gotta go to Costco and get some pizza. Speaking of that, by the way, you should see Rocco Mediate. Rocco Mediate, honest God, looks too thin. Really? I mean, he was never heavy anyway. He was, you know. Can't be had, too rich or too thin. He had a little extra weight on him, but he, uh, man, is he lithe right now? It's, I just saw him on Saturday. Oh, Margot Kidder just died. Oh, Margot. Mm-hmm. Was she in the nut house when she died? Tom. <laughs> well, she would. Too she, soon, man. Honey, she was in a bush yelling out at people, hiding in bushes. Yeah, she has bi- bipolar disorder. <laughs> yeah. Manic episodes. Uh, she couldn't have been very old. She had to be 69. I thought she was pushing 70, yeah. Well, 69 is pushing yeah. 70, Bob. So. She, uh, she was terrific in Superman. I mean, when she was younger, she was great. She was a very good actor. She was also in one of the biggest mistakes of my life was uh, uh, I wanted to date my friend Greg's sister back when we were very young. And she, he kept saying, no, forget it. Nope, nope, nope. He finally agreed. So I said, we're just going to go to a movie and to go to what used to be Scarpelli's was on 18th and Nicollet. Um, Dick Enrico owned it. Yeah. So we're just going to go have Italian food and go to the movie. That's all we're going to do. So he said, okay. I take her to this movie called Black Christmas. Right? I, mean, I know I it. Little, right? <laughs> yeah. The first words they say in that movie, the big C is one of them. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> great. That's wonderful. We'll be right back. Sandy's got to leave because he's a big deal. But Alex will jump in. Tevin's with us. Back in seconds, Tom Bernard Show. I'm Brad Huckle, president of North American Banking Company. Ask one of our bankers what they love about business banking. They always say the relationship with a client. Case in point, True North Oral Surgery and Implants is a longtime customer with a growing practice. Their banker, Julie Marshall, knows the ins and outs of what they do. So when they need working capital, an equipment loan, or funds for expansion, they call Julie. Are you looking for a banker you can count on? Give us a call. This is Tom. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company? A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. 
Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options, so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. Test We are back, ladies and gentlemen, in studio. What would the studio be called now? Studio F. F. But we already had Studio A, and then we moved to Studio A across the hall, and the Studio B was where Bob used to do his show. This would be Studio C, actually. Unless Bob. Why don't we just call it the main studio? Oh, I think Bill's here. Is that Bill? Hey, Bill, what's up? What's happening, man? You, you, yeah, I gotta get my, oh, you got the keys? Yeah, well, I got a bunch of keys. You got a bunch of keys? Do you have a phone line with you? No. Okay. That's coming in. Exactly. <laughs> I'm working on it. Okay. Bill's our new head guy. What, what's your title here? Office manager. Oh, uh, you're the office manager? Big shot. Oh, big shot. Big deal. Big shot. That's all I know. But yeah, sound, the room sounds good. Yeah. Sounds really good. Oh, you're listening. Thanks. Can other people hear us through the vent? I, I, you know, I, I hear outside the door, but I haven't been able to hear. All right. Oh, good. Well, if anybody right. complains, let me know. So far. We'll take Thanks, them out. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> I like Bill. Bill's a good guy. Yeah. We, we know Italians. What? So if yeah, we anybody do, we complains, know we know Italians. We know a lot of Italians. <laughs> it's very, very true. So, Alex? Yes. How, how, much, how many minutes did cut off your commute? Had ten? to be at least at ten? least 10 minutes. Yeah. Really? Nice. Well, she lives right down the road. Everybody Just lives right, right down the road. Right down the road. You yeah. do. You live right down 100. True. I mean, it's fantastic. Andy's going to be living uh, about four or five, six blocks away. I would have been earlier, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. If only. But it took. <laughs> no, my Google Maps thing. I usually use Waze, but the link that you emailed of burp, the address burp, yeah. took me to Google Maps and it took me to the building. That building. Yes, this and does I was not like, show up on Google Maps for some reason. I was like, this reason. is not the right number. Where is it? And so it's I had across to... the street from Podanis. Look for Podanis and go so across I the street. I had to pull in and park and then redo. I found the address, put it in ways, and it took me here. How great is it that we you can find places to park that are free? It's very nice. It's very nice. There's tons of parking and it's free. It's wonderful. Uh, the internet sound works great. The room That's sounds good. good. Easy Kevin on and found off it, the so that, that was good. The parking threw me off. I was like, "Am I going to get ticketed, towed for parking?" <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm used to this. this what is, is this free parking you speak of? You have you, when for four years you never paid for parking down at the. No, and I got a ticket once. And Only so I was once. Like, yeah, that's almost worth it. You have to add up all the parking that you yeah. saved. Yeah, so on. I was like, you know what? I'll start parking on the street and paying for parking. That's what you did. Yeah, so I started they paying you in the last week. Yeah, they ticketed me in the lot. That was like an eighty dollar oh. ticket. That was oh, not man. fun to pay. Oh, eighty bucks. But, Don't drink you know. the tap water here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you drinking the tap water? Because that's the only water I could see in there. There's water yeah. in there. Isn't we there? forgot the Brita filter. Oh, we got. We should go get the Brita oh, filter. Oh yeah, we'll get the Brita filter. What about the collagen right thing? Up. We're gonna. We've got to do things. We just haven't done them. <laughs> the collagen thing was the best. Ones. Things that we will do. All right. It's <laughs> just... 60 bucks a month over one. Yeah. <laughs> the hell? They told me, but remember, they told me it was going to be eight? They said eight. Back they said $8. December, I, I get was the bill at 60 bucks. They said, oh, you're Tom Bernard? You can uh, be $60. Oh, exactly. You, Kevin, that's, Kath and I were talking about that this morning. Yeah. As soon as they find out if you've got two nickels to rub together, all of a sudden everything quintuples in price. Like, what are you doing? What are you doing with your... What are you um, that for? Because there's a woman vomiting. I don't want to look at that. Oh, yeah. And regurgitate. The, well, <laughs> you should probably have that anyway. Mucus receptacle no, or whatever yeah. that's called. What is it called? Mucus collection device? Yes. Yeah. Mucus collection device. 
Well, we were talking about that on the on the morning show this morning. The fact that that I I I take zero pharmaceuticals now, none. I Nor don't do take I. any. I don't take any pharmaceuticals because I was supposed to go on Lunesta. No, I'm sorry, insurance doesn't cover that. Oh, how much is it for 30 pills a month? Four hundred dollars. Like, I know. Sorry, I'm not spending five thousand bucks a year. And that's what's been on the market for like fifteen years. I think it's cheaper now, maybe. Well, and that's the stuff where you like drive to the store while sleeping. No, no, that's am that's uh, ambient. Ambient. Yeah. Lunesta's the same. No, no, no Lunesta is different. Not no. the same thing at all. I, you're my, wrong I as a, usual. You're wrong, yeah. Alex. You're wrong. <laughs> no shock there. Yeah, my I have a relative that is on a cancer pill. That oh, it's God. like either this or you're gonna die, and I think it's four thousand dollars a month. Four thousand a month. That's Insurance doesn't see, cover it at all. See, I got to be honest with you. The <clears throat> federal government. How? I know. And diabetic people. There's some diabetic diabetic people. Their insulin isn't covered. They just had a thing on the news that it's gone up to like two hundred and fifty dollars a vial or something like that. It used oh to be twenty five dollars a vial. That's ridiculous. How? I, yeah, you have no choice. You're not going to just yeah, like oh away. no, I'll yeah. die. That's fine. Well, I don't understand how when you go to the doctor, they've got this this price, and when the insurance company gets involved, all of a sudden that price isn't the price anymore. Yeah, right. It's now reduced to whatever they've decided to reduce it to, and that that's what they'll pay, and then that's what the doctor's office accepts. If the doctor's offices would just give you a cash price, it would solve all the problems in the world. Because everybody could probably afford everything. Yeah. And not have to have this inflated, yeah, weird through, insurance yeah. price. Well, that's like... I don't get it. We just got a bill for Fawn's 18-month checkup, which was six months ago. And I had called... Because Dan switched jobs between. And I had called the day before. And I was like, are we covered? Do we have insurance? Because my husband's switching jobs. And they're like, yes, you're covered until blah, blah, blah. And they covered it, and then his work called, and they were like, actually, we're switching their coverage date to a week earlier. So then we weren't covered. Oh, for God's sake. It was 100% paid by insurance, and then his work called, and they were like, no, we, we're switching their coverage date. So it expired earlier. Mm. And so now we have a $400 bill. Welcome there to America. I'm like, what? Welcome the- to America. No, it's true. It's, it's so annoying. This insurance thing and the pharmaceutical companies owning the news is really annoying. Catherine and I were talking about this, Tevin, and I think I, everybody else here knows this. Catherine and I were watching the evening news the other night, you know, the, the national news. Mm-hmm. Heard 17 of, of the 20 commercials were for a pharmaceutical company. Yeah. 17 of the 20. Aren't there only, like, two other countries where they allow pharmaceutical commercials? Yes. In Europe, yeah. they don't allow them. No, I don't think they allow them at all. And a lot of the stuff is not uh, prescription anyway. A lot of a lot of the drugs over in over in uh, <laughs> Joe from Louisville just sent Obamacare at its finest. <laughs> Are you pretty uh, happy with that now? Affordable health care. Affordable health care. What is the problem? What's the Skype number? You have it. I don't know. I've given it to you. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honest to God, are you kidding me? We should not have booked guests the first day in a new yeah, studio. I don't know who's well, we didn't have any guests was. originally. Oh. But keeping with the medical talk, uh, this yeah. came out from Blue Cross Blue Shield. Nobody Minnesota has one of the highest rates of depression in the U.S. Well, yeah, it's because it's Minnesota. Yeah. You ever dealt with, <laughs> you ever dealt with half the people in this state? Yeah. The yeah, biggest jerks on yep. earth. Well, probably has to do with winter, too. Yeah, being here in January is not fun. No. Half the people here are the nicest, sweetest people on earth. The other half are the worst human beings on the face of the earth. I'm judging everything you do, and I'm very passive-aggressive, and I'm going to stab you right in the back. I wouldn't say the worst human beings. We're pretty low on the, like, serial killer. No, they just stab you in the back with their words. Well, literal stabbing. No, literal stabbing is different. You can see that coming. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's true. True. Margot Kidder, who played Lois Lane opposite Christopher Reeve in 1978 Superman and its three sequels, died at her Montana home on Sunday, TMZ reports. She was only 69 years old. Her cause of death is not yet known. Kidder, who became a mental health advocate after struggling with bipolar disorder and briefly becoming homeless, started acting in the 1960s and had continued to act on both screen and stage as recently as this year. She had been married three times 
though she was not uh, married at the time of her death. She leaves behind a daughter, Maggie McGuane, people report. So Margot Kidder dead at 69. That's a sad story, actually. She was a hell of a talent. I just uh, suffered from... Uh, is bipolar, is that, would you call that a mental illness or a mental disorder? It's a mental illness. I think there's a difference. You don't think there's a difference? Yeah. Not at all. The Skype line rings once and hangs up. Other than that, though, things are going really smoothly. You know, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out as time goes by. So, Tevin, what's new with you? Uh, Not not a whole lot. Just uh, still making moves with the the podcast, Profession Confession. Then where are you doing that? uh, We built a studio... In northeast, across from Dangerous Man. So oh, you a did? Of, yeah, blood, sweat, and tears, and money thrown at that to yeah build that. It's a lot more goes into it. I never realized all the soundproofing, oh, yeah, all yeah. the yeah, it does. random things that come up that you need. And but yeah, so that was a process, and we're still not all the way done. But, but yeah, we have a schizophrenic doctor that we're going to interview tomorrow. What? Yeah, she diagnoses infants with schizophrenia. Oh, I thought she was schizophrenic. Oh, no, no, sorry. Yeah, no, no. Why would you I was go like, to why do you want to... Yeah, that's exactly... She, she gives physicals and she's a schizophrenic. Yeah, she, no, she, she diagnoses infants? Yeah, she like diagnosed a three-year-old, I think, is like the youngest she's diagnosed really? with schizophrenia. Children with schizophrenia. That's very sad. Yeah. I thought that's kind of early onset, isn't it? Yeah, and I thought they don't usually diagnose kids with mental yeah, they don't. yeah usually not until they're like eight God, is the earliest not. and schizophrenia if you're not diagnosed by the time you're 19 your yeah. likelihood of getting it is mm-hmm. almost almost zero yeah you can get it but it's almost zero it's very true yeah which means that my my dad was nuts when my mother married him yeah well he had, moved to it he had, he had a traumatic yeah childhood, childhood. who your dad. He had nothing. Big baby. Okay. You want to have a traumatic childhood, why don't you be your own father? How about that? His father was not exactly pleasant. His father was the biggest, one, one, one of the two biggest jerks I ever met. My other grandfather was an even bigger jerk than he was. Honest to God, my grandfathers were the worst. The worst. My At my 16th birthday party, my mother's father told me he was going to dance on my grave. My own grandfather. What nice did you do? Yeah. Did, did you, you ever tell Toots that? that? Oh, yeah. I pointed out. She Plus went, fact, oh, well. <laughs> well. Well. I don't think you'll do I that. I can't feature that. Yeah, I can't feature <laughs> that. <laughs> oh, my God. She remembers you say, I can't yes. feature that all yeah. the time. What the hell that. does that even mean? And I was, yeah, she, was like, thought, <laughs> she thought, I can't picture that. I can't feature yeah, Pictures that. and features were the same she thing to changed, her. <laughs> she changed. She gave it her own little spin. Well, she also used to say, I should wash them hair. Them hair? <laughs> Instead of your hair or my hair was them hair. I don't know. She's the only human being I ever knew that said that. That's got to be like a German mis- mis- mismatch Wait, of Wait, say it again. <laughs> like borrow me a dollar is a German mistake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, that's just a translation. You right. should wash them hair. So the I translation wash them hair. Because you <laughs> like have lots hair? of lots of strands oh. of hair. Yeah. Them. But it'd be those hair anyway, wouldn't it? Wouldn't be them hair. <laughs> I had a janitor at one of my schools that I used to chat with. You know, normal stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and um, <laughs> he would always say. Did you get your hairs cut? And I was always like, you See, need to stop talking because it's not That's hairs. what I think it is, that it's a translation oh. from another language that it becomes yeah. multiple because there are more than well, one sense. strand of hair. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm like, why is it a pair of pants and like a pair of underwear, but a bra? A pair of bra? A pair of bras? A pair of bras. Why isn't it a pair of bras? I don't know. There's two... Same thing with shirts have two sleeves. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a pair of shirt. Yeah. That's a very good point. Where did you come up with that one? My These are the brain? things she thinks so about. A pair of pants <laughs> and a it's process. a pair of shoes, but a she's pair being of late socks. for work. These are the things she thinks pair about. Pair of shoes and a pair of socks <laughs> make sense because yeah, they're separate they're entities. Se- pair of shoes, pair of socks, but pair of pants. Pants pair used to be two pants. pant legs that you'd put on and then tie together around your waist. Really? What? Okay, what? so that makes when? sense. But underwear. Well, yeah, like the 16th century. And pair of underwear, pair of glasses. 
Yeah, Did you have right. one Very butt light. cheek and then you tied those together too? Is that it's like assless yeah. chaps <laughs> is what it is. Everyone used to just run around in assless chaps. That's wonderful. That's, well, that's really probably good. what they had tunics Smooth. for. They probably just oh, wore a tunic bits. over that, mm-hmm. yeah. Cover their bits. Yeah. So really, you would put on, you put on one leg. I'll put your pants on one leg at a time. There you go. That's where it came from. I bet. Put your pants on one leg at a time. Well, I mean, you still you know. do that with normal pants. Unless they're wide legs, then I you can just, you do just both. jump into them. Yeah, you just mm-hmm. hop in. I have the gym shorts. <laughs> Easy. Boom. Actually, no. I when I was a kid, I always put my pants on two legs at a time. I'd sit on the bed and put my pants on. A lot of kids do that. Yeah, a lot of kids do it. So I don't know when that changes because now I don't do that anymore. Well, now I once. That's while, fascinating, I still do that. Tom. <laughs> no, but put your pants cool on one story. leg at a time when there was only one leg to put on Thanks at a time. Thanks for sharing. And you should tell you the stories. Backstabber. So we're not going to have any guests today because they can't get we through. We can't get the Skype to work apparently. I have. That's the right number. Well, it so just calls it's and the, hangs up. It's on his end then. Well, I could just try calling the same number and it hung up. Well, then I don't know what the problem is. We're doing really well with the phone part of it. Well, we uh, knew there'd be glitches. Yes, we did. We'll be right back right up to this time. But our show. Like all of you, I had been hearing about my pillow and was skeptical that it was as great as everyone says. Well, I received my first my pillow and I love it. It's very comfortable. Stays in that same exact position all night. Fantastic. Mike Lindell, the inventor of MyPillow, has a very special offer for Tom Bernard Show listeners. MyPillow is offering more than 50% off his four-pack special, which includes two premium MyPillows and two go-anywhere pillows. If you're looking for a great night's sleep, now is the perfect time to get your first MyPillow. If you already know how great the MyPillow is, why not give them to everyone you know? Call 800-516-5146, use promo code TOM, or go to MyPillow.com. But make sure you use promo code TOM. Call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM. That's 800-516-5146, promo code TOM. This is Tom, and I want to tell you a story about camping. A guy named Tim, his back pain, and his angry wife. You see, Tim went camping with his family, but he aggravated his recurring back problem a couple of days before when he was golfing with his buddies. His wife had to set up the campsite and do all the heavy lifting, and Tim couldn't do a whole lot with the two kids. Tim was not a happy camper. And neither was his wife. The following Monday, Tim's wife got him an appointment at Hopkins Health and Wellness Center, a DMR method clinic. Their team of physical therapists and chiropractors figured out what was really wrong with his back, quickly got him out of pain, and taught him how to keep it from coming back. And what did Tim say was the biggest benefit of finally handling his back problem? Happy wife, happy life. DMR clinics are a group of physical therapists, chiropractors, and allied medical spine specialists that can help you feel better fast. They have a 96% success rate. It's covered by insurance, and you don't need a referral. They have convenient locations in Hopkins, Woodbury, Rogers, and Blaine. For a free consultation, go to dmrmethod.com. That's dmrmethod.com. Okay, I'm in big trouble. Is that Superman or Star Wars? That's Superman. That is Superman, I thought. I thought it was. I would not play Star Wars. It does sound a lot like Star Wars. Yes. It does. They sound almost identical, to tell you the truth. Why? What's that all about? Well, what's her face dead? Not, I mean, by what's, her face? <laughs> what's her Margot face? Margot Kidder. What's her face? What's her face? What's her face? That's really, really genteel. What's her face? What's her face? What's her face? Cacked yeah. yesterday. End of obituary. It's going to be on her tombstone. Here lies what's her face. Oh, Ooh, what do you got, Andy? Or now we have a Skype line. I think that's our guest. It is? Uh, it could be. Did, did it work? It <laughs> worked. Yeah, that sounds good. It oh, hallelujah. So that, that's the Florida Skype number? Yep. Yep. Okay, Thanks. so one thing that we got to do is we have to send me all of the guest information. No. Did Thank you for that? your perseverance, Alan. <laughs> we're, we're just Not moved, a problem. We just moved into a new studio today, yes, and we're bound day. to have technical glitches. Oh, yeah. And you're I know the, the feeling. You're the first technical glitch. <laughs> Yeah, Alan, way to go. You're a technical glitch and you didn't even know it. But not anymore, because there he is. Uh, there I am. Did yeah. it all work out. So what's up, Alan? Um, not much. Just trying to call. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, um, I don't understand it either. I don't understand why that happened. Well, it's the way it goes. You it know, is. it's part of the business. Okay. 
Because the other thing I just noticed is that I don't have any guest information at all. Oh, great. <laughs> so, <yeah>. Perfection. <laughs> Perfect. well, well, I am Alan Warren, and I am an author, and I've done six books. And I was told uh, it would be about the killing game, which is Rodney Alcala. And um, Okay, I want to hear I about work... Rodney Alcala. I want to hear all about The Killing Game is the name of the book? Yeah, The Killing Game is the name of the book. Uh, Oxygen is making a documentary of it. It comes out in September. It's actually already made. It just doesn't come out till September. Wait a minute, you do a radio show too? I do, I do. I work in KK&W, 1150 AM Seattle. <laughs> oh, you work in Seattle? And it's the House of Mystery, yeah. Oh, Rodney Alcala is the guy who was on The Dating Game. Oh, that, oh, That's that right. one, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Alan, we're taking on the Mariners tonight at 6 o'clock, well, it'll be 8 o'clock oh, your time, excuse me, 4 o'clock your time. <laughs> so, well, you're trying. Oh, here we go. See, I knew <laughs> Alan would stab me right in the back once he got a chance. That's my job. <laughs> so, so Rodney Alcala was on the dating game. That was uh, 77? 78. 78. September. Yes. And he, he actually uh, won. Yep. Yeah. He but, won? Yeah. But she refused to go out with him because he was creepy, apparently. <laughs> really? <laughs> so... That's, right. That's right. When they were in the back alone, she was creeped out by him and uh, decided she wouldn't go. It was a free weekend in a great resort, too, and uh, dinner and the whole thing, and she wouldn't go. Well, apparently so... she had a good uh, perception of if someone's a bad person or not because he was. Well, yeah, let me tell you, because at that moment when he was on the dating game, he had two bodies in his uh, house mm -hmm. at the time, and that uh, next day he went out and uh, killed someone else. What? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so she was in. Uh, she had. She must have picked up the vibes or something. Uh, um, that because it's crazy. Uh, just before meeting her and just after. So I don't know if it frustrated him so much that he decided that he was going to go out and, and hurt someone. Um, I, who knows what was in his mind. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking to Alan Warren about his book, The Killing Game, The True Story of Rodney Alcala, the game show serial killer. In 1968, young girls went missing in California and New York. Oh, my God, California and New York? That's quite the well, hall of yeah, killing people. Yeah, pretty far away. Well, you know, because what we found out now is that uh, he used to go to different states and different cities and kill people. And he would select uh, victims that were in the age group of the current serial killer known at the time in that oh. city. And see, we didn't know this um, uh, back then. Um, all they figured was he was doing the killings in L.A. And DNA keeps coming back every year, and we're getting uh, four to six hits a year on DNA from everywhere, from Washington State, Wyoming, Nevada, um, Texas, uh, New York, uh, North Carolina, these are all on victims, and the DNA has come back positive with him. That's, a, that's amazing. That is well, it's totally. So what? Uh, you know, that's, oh, sorry. No, my fault, Alan. Um, go ahead with what you were saying because I could ask. I was going to say I'm not, the freaky thing is, uh, he would fly to New York, for instance, and he would pick girls that were in their late twenties, early thirties to match the 44 caliber killer. Uh, and uh, he went to Seattle, and he was he was strangling girls that were in the same age as as the uh, killer that was going on there. And he actually had a locker in Seattle too, and he would put uh, they they think trophies of of, of the victims in that locker. He also had well over a thousand pictures, and the FBI and New York police are trying to identify a lot of these pictures, and they're on the websites. And you can go look. Uh, and, and I'll tell you, in the pictures, he's got boys and girls, not just girls, in uh, most of them undressed, naked, and in some sort of sexually suggestive position. So we're not talking, uh, you know, so they, they, you know, whether they were doing it willingly or not, we don't know. And a lot of them they haven't identified. That's really, oh, man. So how old was this guy when he was doing all of this? He, well, you know, the thing is, he started um, sometime around 19, 20 years old. We don't, we don't know exactly, um, you know, because the first victim we figure was 1968, and that was kind of 
the thought right now. And she was, I believe she was eight years old and he picked her up. His, his kind of MO was he would pick up uh, girls and tell them that they are pretty. And he was a photographer and he was in a contest and they could win a lot of money mm-hmm. and win the contest uh, along with him if he let them take their pictures. And so, you know, back then, I guess it was naive uh, that people would just get in the car and go with them. And um, plus, he was picking up young girls and teenagers. So, uh, you know, combination. And so he would uh, tell them that he would take pictures and then he would end up attacking them. And some of them he killed. That is unbelievable. So when when did they catch him? Well, this is, you know, this is the crazy thing, because what happened was. He actually, the very first rape of that eight-year-old girl, Telly Shapiro, in 1968, he got caught in the middle of it. Some, some, some guy uh, had just spotted him picking her up, followed them to his apartment, and called the police on a payphone. And the police came and checked it out, and when they, when they got to the door and knocked, after he opened, they saw her laying on the floor covered in blood. And so uh, he escaped that one, but they did catch him. They arrested him, sent him back. But the girl and her family moved out of the States because it, was, it had been too violent for them. Mm-hmm. So they had nobody to testify against him. So they did a plea bargain. He got 10 months for oh um, contributing to a minor. And I he got nothing. out. And he got out on probation. And get this. Within a month, the probation officer was letting him go to New York where he would kill other victims and then he would come back. Uh, it, it's just a crazy. If you look at his history, he was arrested for so many offenses and they knew he was doing a lots of uh, assault and rape and attacking. He would get nothing. He got put in jail a few times and he did, did nothing but one to two years maximum at a time. And he continued. And to top it off. <laughs> Even after all of this, he's got a rape conviction, contributing to minors. He got a job in, in North Carolina at an all-girls no. summer school. No, 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 no. You're yeah, for, and they were, it was just ages 9 to 12. It was what he, three years he worked there, and they didn't have a clue. Uh, it's just, uh, you know, when you go through it, the biggest thing you get out of this is like, oh, my God. How could he get so lucky? I mean, how, he just kept getting away with it year after year after year. And it continues. It continues as they find more. And he's been convicted of several. But he's being tried and convicted in California. And what happens is he gets sentenced to death. And in California, you get an automatic appeal for the death sentence. They've overturned 65 of the last 73, the Supreme Court of California, because they don't believe in the death penalty. So this is a continuing cycle. He's, he's having a show. He doesn't even have a lawyer. He goes in and he dresses up in sunglasses and uh, swanky uh, sports coats, and he has a, a fun time at the trial. And nothing happens. He just uh, keeps on going over and over. Sounds like California, all right. Is, is, he, <laughs> is he one of these guys that's just like smarter than the cops and the detectives and is one step ahead of them, or is it just dumb luck? I think it's a combination of luck and charisma. Now, I, I don't know if he's necessarily super smart, but he had a lot of charisma and artistic ability because he was so good at photography that they let him in NYU um, to study with... Um, Another great guy. What, uh, now I'm blanking his name. Um, he was uh, Sharon Tate's husband, the one that can't oh, come Manson? Uh, Roman Polanski. Oh, Roman Polanski was his teacher. Now is that weird? And uh, it is weird. and so he was very good at what he did, and apparently he was very very charismatic. Because even when he even got a job at the L.A. Times, that's where he was finally arrested last time. And they didn't even do a check on him. You know, he gets, so he gets a job working for L.A. Times. They had no idea he had a record. Well, how? I mean, they didn't things check. were that bad. You know, I, 
You know, you tell me. I've got so many hows in this. And if you go through the book and when you see – if you see the mo- movie later with Oxygen, it's just – there. you just keep looking and going, no. This, no. How, it, that, that, how could he do that? How could he do that? <laughs> no. what, what do you mean? And you keep doing that because it's just one of – I don't know if you call that luck or if he was super intelligent. He's not one that really communicates well. Like he doesn't talk to people. Uh, he's He was very um, uh, quiet. Uh, polite. He was the guy that always would uh, refill your drinks. Uh, you know, a lady's getting up at a party. He would pick their drink and fill it for them. He'd bring it back, even ones he wasn't seeing. Hold doors open. Um, a very nice man. Uh, you know, even if you watch that game show, uh, the, the dating game from 78, uh, the audience loved him. They, they just loved him. They loved that he won. They, they thought he was uh, amazing guy so he's just know? got so, that sociopathic thing going on uh, just... uh, totally but you know this is the weird thing because even when i was doing the documentary they could not believe that in his first uh 17 years he hadn't he hadn't a problem he was an honor student uh was incredibly popular uh had the looks had the charisma and didn't kill dogs he didn't get into fights uh three or four universities wanted him because he graduated with honors. So his childhood was pretty clean. And uh, it's really confusing um, how it just flipped uh, out of the blue. Yeah, because we want there to be a reason why people act like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, we look for it. We want to yeah. We want to blame someone like the mother. <laughs> no, we want to. Yeah, we which wanna always you know, <laughs> you know, and. Uh, but the thing is, he had a he had a good upbringing overall, and he was in an upper middle class set, setting, uh, educated well, did well, uh, no no complaints, no arrests, mm. no problems with neighbors. That uh, we couldn't find a thing. Um, he seemed to flip when his father died. Mm. That's the only thing I can do because he he got he got into the army. He went for service for two years, and during that time, his father died. He came back for the funeral. Everything seemed normal. A month later, he went AWOL from the army mm. and showed up at his mother's place. She turned him in. They did a psychological evaluation. And back then they called him um, antisocial. And they give him a, a discharge, a leave. And that's when he got the job at the uh, LA Times, I believe. That was it. So, uh, so, And that's when he started doing the, the raping and killing. So uh, where it came from and why it happened, it was just anyway. same time as father. So is he still alive? Yes, he is. He's 74. He's in jail. He's, he just was convicted of two more uh, murders and got two more death penalties. So he's up for two more automatic appeals. And he's already <laughs> passed joke. three of them. That, you know, they've already given him the overturn. So... Uh, you know, he's never going to get out of jail because they keep finding four or five more, um, you know, positive hits every yeah. year. Well, I'm glad they draw I, the line at something. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, it, it, it kind of gets to that way, you know. It, uh, the thing is, I understand it because in a way we want a justice system that does give people proper, yep. fair justice because there are people that do get convicted sure. wrongly. Yes. And so we do want that because if it was you or your family member, you would want them to have that. But it's really frustrating when we know, mm-hmm. we know for a fact that he's killed at least a dozen. You know, in, if you even look them on the web, they would say anywhere from 12 to 300 victims. Uh, so, so we're at the point where we know he's done so much damage. And this is just causing us, you know, this is an example. The last uh, death penalty trial he had. He, he's his own attorney. So what he forces the uh, people to watch, like last time, do you remember uh, Arlo Guthrie? Sure. <laughs> and, he, and he did Alice's Restaurant. restaurant. Yeah. He made them watch that video movie. Oh, God. Like he, yeah, and, and then they made, he made them watch, the jury watch, um, his appearance on the dating game. Unbelievable. That, that's that's his defense. The it's killing. just crazy. There's, the name of the book is The Killing Game, The True Story of Rodney Alcala, the game show serial killer. Alan Warren, W-A-R-R-E-N. The book is available everywhere, sir? Yes, it is. I appreciate your patience with us today and a great interview. Thank you. Well, thank you. Anytime. Have a good day, sir.